Hello and welcome to MetaBeta Gaming. I am your host, Matthew Warbay, aka MWarbay001 for all you Instagram followers and for all you PC gamers. I'm CoolHardy100 on Steam and just about every other PC platform there is because all my consoles are broken and I'm just too broke to actually fix them. <laughs> I know, I really gotta fix them, but sadly I just don't have the money or the, or the time to fix them, so I'll probably get to them eventually. Um, I'm normally here with my co-host, Paris Woods, aka sweet underscore heart paris that is his instagram if you want to follow him but today i am running solo because i want to talk to you guys about the recent trend that's going on with subpar pc ports i'm talking about the worst of the worst i'm talking about arkham knight style bad pc ports for any of you that remember the arkham knight debacle that they actually had to remove the store, remove the game from the store just because of how bad the port is. But apparently standards have lowered since 2015 and PC games are being released in a worse state than, than um, Arkham Knight. But yet they are still being sold and they're still on Steam and they're still being sold and they're not getting fixed quick enough to the point where PC gamers are fed up. PC gamers are fed up with this subpar PC port. Just to show you how fed up PC gamers are, Jedi Survivor is being labeled one of the worst PC ports this year alone. And the fact is it's getting review bomb constantly to the point where YouTubers, journalists, I mean, the, the Metacritic scores, Steam, everything is just going downhill for Jedi Survivor, and this is not the first game to actually do this. I think this is this year alone in 2023. I believe this is the sixth, the sixth worst PC port of this year, with The Last of Us Remake Part One, which released on PC not too long ago, actually is up there still as one of the worst PC ports ever, even though. That has gotten, I think, six updates right now. I think six at this moment. And it's still and, and it's still a broken mess. So I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, like, what is going on? Like, I remember when games used to have some kind of quality control. And there used to be a standard for PC gaming, you know, in terms of, like, it should have some essential elements, you know, things that should be standard in PC, like remappable keys, something that basic, which are a lot of games don't even have proper unlocked frame rates, not just 30, 60 and 120 that, that, that a lot of games set, but a proper uncapped frame rate. Okay. Resolution support. Another one, which Square Enix is known for ignoring. Actually, Square Enix is known for ignoring all of these essential PC features. But, you know, resolution support. Support for all resolution types. Support for aspect ratios. Not everybody plays on 16 by 9 Some people still play on a 4 by 3 CRT monitor. Some people play on a 21 by 9 ultra-wide. Or a 32 by 9 ultra, ultra wide, you know. 
that's the beauty of PC gaming. We could customize the games to our personal likings, and it's up to the, the, the developers and the publishers, not just the developers, but the publishers, to to give us that. To you know, it's it's not easy. It's very hard, but you know that's the beauty of PC. You know, they have to account for so many different configurations. You know, something as basic as the FOV slider. A lot of games don't even have, you know, and of course, the most controversial one is the ability to mod the game. I think modding is a touchy subject. It's a gray area due to the legality of it. The legality of modding, just like emulation, those are gray areas. So I can understand why games don't want to be moddable, but, you know, modding is one of the fun things about games. You know, you can make a game better just by modding. I mean, look at the modding community for the original Halo Combat Evolved. Not only did they improve the game, but they even added levels and they expanded on the sandbox while still being in that sandbox that the game engine allows. But they were able to add extra levels and extra content that we thought weren't even possible. You know, modding can make a game so much better. And moving on that topic, you know, Microsoft has been making great strides in making their game more accessible to people with this with uh, disabilities. One of their uh, showcases for the new Forza Motorsport is the fact that they are making it so that blind people, people that are fully blind, can still be able to enjoy the game. You know, I mean, it's that's so huge because a lot of these people with disabilities, you know, they want to play games, they want to enjoy the games, but they can't because, you know, they have a disability. Either they're deaf, they're blind, you know, they're missing limbs. You know, it's it's truly sad that they can't enjoy the game. And it's great that publishers like Microsoft as well as Ubisoft are trying to make it more accessible. You know, the they still have a long way to go. You know, there's still a lot of room for improvement. But this is the stuff I'm talking about, about PC gaming. Like, there has to be some sort of a standard, a quality standard that developers and publishers are obviously not, you know, they're not obeying right now. They're not pushing that quality of standard. They're, they are pushing for release this game, you know, alongside the console version so, so that way we could increase profits. And then we will fix it later, you know. Um, one of the high points of this year was probably High Five Rush, which um, arrived pretty much perfect. I mean, the game was almost flawless. It had some minor issues, but Jesus, was that game great. It was almost perfect right off of the gate, which was shocking because the game uses Unreal Engine 4. And a lot of PC games that run off of Unreal Engine 4 suffers from poor CPU utilization for GPU utilization, massive, you know, shader compilation stutter, which Alex Patalia of Digital Foundry is pretty much losing his mind about because it is annoying. It is severely annoying. I don't know how many of you guys, you know, know this, but when you play a game and you get those stutters 
it really brings you out of the immersive experience or it causes you to die, which is most likely what happens when you're in a battle and and uh, some new animation that never displayed has to be the shaders for it has have to be compiled. And those seconds of delay causes you to, to, to die or causes you to miss a step. It's truly annoying, you know, so it was a I mean, I don't know how they did it, but the developers of High Five of High Five Rush really took the time to polish this game out. And I think it should be noticed, like developers kind of like lost their way when it comes to quality control because because of the fact that publishers are pushing more and more for for those on profit. I remember when Death Stranding was first released. Uh, one of the selling points was it was it showcased Nvidia's brand new DL DLSS Deep Learning Super Sampling, and um, it actually became a stable where DLSS provided much better graphical fidelity and much better overall image presentation than the default uh, TAA, the the the, uh, the uh, default anti-aliasing that that actually the game came with and it almost became a staple that a lot of games following that were were just um pretty much defaulting to actually dlss for their for their um anti-aliasing because death stranding really showcased probably the most positive thing about dlss and they just, other developers just hooked on it and was like, yes, we're just going to default to it without really optimizing it and really breaking down what made DLSS so good. I mean, you know, I, I think the best thing about it was Digital Foundry's 2022 video. Alex Patalia made such a good list on what developers could do to avoid these catastrophic failures that I don't think developers watched because they're making these same mistakes so many times. Like, oh, it, it I mean, it's becoming meme-like almost. It's becoming a, a meme in itself with how bad these PC ports have gotten. When we're talking about PC parts that are literally costing people thousands of dollars, like a RTX 4080, which costs a roughly, I think at this moment, $1,200, give or take, a thousand to 1,200, you, you know, uh, USDs. And, um, you know, roughly five years ago, the RTX 2080, which five years ago was the best of the best. In terms of commercial graphics cards, was around seven to eight hundred dollars. So I mean, in five years, graphics card prices went up by at least a good five to, to six hundred dollars. You know, um, my personal PC rig, I'm running a Ryzen fifty eight hundred X with uh, RX sixty hundred, which is no louch. You know, it's a decent gaming setup. It served it served me well. A lot of my games, I'm playing it at 1440p. Some, I'm playing it at 4K. You know, my PC game is still in relatively good shape. And yet, 
many of these games we're talking about um many of these new games are not properly not properly utilizing my cpu and gpu to the to, to the point where it is laughable i mean one of the standouts with bad optimization is ghostwire tokyo ghostwire tokyo um you know was a ps5 exclusive it showed up on steam horrible shader compilation stutters poor cpu and gpu utilization high vram usage high ram usage for no reason no matter what resolution and a year later this was after sony's exclusivity deal ended a year later it was brought to uh, microsoft platforms xbox series x s as well as uh, microsoft game pass xbox game pass ultimate so uh, if you're a game pass member you could actually play play the game um on a game pass with no extra cost whatsoever and it seemed like no more no optimization was done since a year ago and the game is still a stuttering mess still a stuttering mess to the point where i actually had to drop the resolution down to 1440p medium to high mix just to keep the shader compilation stutters and the frame times in check at least to a decent level so that way i could you know play the game more and then eventually once shaders finished compiling um i would exit the game and i would load it back up again with a higher graphical settings but still i mean <laughs> uh i'm getting redundant here but i hope i'm hitting down how poor you know pc games have gotten i mean uh, i mean look at you know horizon zero dawn was a good example even though it was patched but the game released who with so many issues you know broken anastropic filtering poor borderless windows performance um you know uh, i think fsr didn't work properly wow there's so many things animation glitches textures uh quality was poor i mean yes the game was patched and now the game is pretty much the best that it will ever will be but you know uh, i mean uh, another one uh ninja gaiden the hd remasters of the great xbox exclusives at that time ninja gaiden um ninja gaiden black which got ported to the ps3 and renamed to Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. Which Razor's Edge, I mean, that's that's another one. But, you know, I mean, look at that. This is a prime example of a piss-poor, lazy job where the game doesn't even have keyboard and mouse support. You literally are forced to play with a gamepad. Okay? You can't even play the game on the keyboard and mouse. <laughs> um, uh, what's another one? this year uh Callisto protocol wow Callisto protocol that was another bad one that one suffered from uh of course the legendary shader compilation stutter the famous Direx x12 unreal engine 4 shader compilation stutter um yeah and um I think uh they used the the wrong decompression that was that was quickly patched but it still didn't really help Gotham Knights Oh my god, another one. Poor CPU utilization. Because I don't think the GPU was 
well, it wasn't unified properly. I think the GPU was, um, at least on my PC. But the CPU was poorly utilized, okay? Once again, shader compilation stutter. Another one, shader compilation stutter. Hogwarts Legacy. Final Fantasy VII Remake. So many games. I mean, I, I could go on and on. Elden Ring. A year after launch. It has been a year. And it still suffers from stuttering problems. Okay? Shader compilation stutter. Uh, When is it going to end? When is it going to end? Because these problems range from big small medium i mean when is it gonna end because eventually there's gonna go there there's gonna come to a point where pc gamers are going to have to come together and say we are not gonna take this anymore and we're just not gonna buy our games but the sad reality of the truth is you know, the sad reality of the truth is people are still going to be buying these games. They're still going to support their, you know, their fans. They're going to support these games. They're going to support the developers because they're like, oh, you know, these guys are jobs on the line. It's just the publisher's fault, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's crazy because I feel like we're at a crossroads. I feel like we're at a crossroads because... Gamers are getting fed up with these piss poor quality ports, especially when games are being charged $70. Okay, that is one of the things where I think many people are pissed off about is games are costing more and more. You know, first games were $60 for the, for the PS3 and 360 gen, generation, then they moved up to $65 for the PS4s and Xbox Ones, and now they're $70 in the PS5 and Series X generation. Fans are going to get pissed off. Fans are going to get fed up and pissed off. And eventually, you know, it's going to come to a point where we as PC gamers are going to have to fully come together and commit and say, we are not buying your games unless they're properly optimized. It's going to get to that point. It's going to get to that point eventually where majority of PC gamers are going to be like, nope, we are boycotting and the boycott will be successful because it will show up because they need to do better. Developers and publishers need to realize you cannot release games in this poor of a condition, especially when we as consumers are spending over $70. Okay, it's $70, but don't forget tax. Don't forget that wonderful tax that raises the price even more. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this podcasting rant, I guess you like to call it, of, you know, the the conditions of PC ports as a whole. This is Matthew Warbe, a.k.a. MWarbe001 for all you Instagram followers and for all you PC gamers on CoolHardy100 on Steam, as well as just about every other PC platform there is. Have an awesome Sunday, guys, and I'll catch you on the next one.